Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm excited to have Dr. Paul Norred, Extension Specialist for Rural Health and Safety, joining me, and we're going to be talking about Farm Safety and Mental Health Week, which is celebrated this year, September 19th through 25th. So welcome, Paul. Hey, Mindy. Thank you for having me on the show. So our topic today is knowing how to handle mental health challenges, and I know that you're going to have lots of good information to share with our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Very excited. It's a, it's a topic that important to me and near and dear to my heart and uh, something that most everyone will struggle with in some form or fashion throughout our life. So I'm glad to address the issue today with you on the podcast. Well, I know in addition to your background and training in farm safety and, and mental health issues, that your background in raising is also based in rural upbringing. And so this really just makes it special for you, right? It does. It, it makes sense in my mind. And and uh, whether working as a nurse or working in research or just being out in the community, growing up on, on a farm and being in a farming community in rural Tennessee. And it's just, uh, you know, mental health challenges are just something that people experience. They're not issues that we readily talk about or are even aware of in, in rural communities. And in, you know, from what I've noticed in my work and just being a community member and a human being, you know, a lot of times people suffer in silence and it's just, uh, we, we don't want anyone to suffer in silence, right? We, uh, we want to help each other in our community. Well, and specifically with mental health challenges, we tend to suffer in silence. And then it seems like in the rural communities, there's the stoicism that we tend to think that we are the only ones dealing with this issue and nobody else is, is having to handle it. And in reality, it's a community issue, especially, you know, if it's uh, commodity prices or if it is the weather or if it's, you know, just whatever is going on. If COVID, you know, that's something that we've all had to deal with. And so we don't have to deal with it by ourselves. We can deal with it as a community, right? Exactly. And for me, it's uh, it's important to remember and for others that I talk to, it's important to remember that whatever affects an individual or a family or a farmer, uh, as you noted, is probably affecting other people as well in a community. You know, we're not really separated in a community. And so something that affects my family is going to affect other people, quite frankly, in some form or fashion, right? Now that, mm-hmm. how, how much or how bad or how little it affects people, that can vary depending on the circumstances, sure. situation. But we can't really, and we don't, I don't think we need to try to get away from each other necessarily, exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. And I mean, and we know that we're all neighbors and, and what affects me affects you. And, you know, just as what affects one in a family, you know, that's the same thing in a community. 
Yeah, it is. And so, you know, those are good points. And, you know, I want to bring up when we're talking about, you know, growing up in rural communities and farm communities, we're very strong people, right? We're very resilient. We can handle, we can handle what nature throws at us. We can figure out how to, how to get our tractor going and, you know, we can overcome some of the worst weather and worst disasters and problems in our family and things. We're very resilient. But the reality is that those stresses and a lot of those day-to-day challenges that can cause us issues, you know, some of those issues, some of those challenges, we can experience high amounts of stress. We can have some symptoms of depression. We can have some symptoms of anxiety. We can feel hopeless and isolated and alone sometimes. And that does not mean we are weak, Mindy. Uh, We in farming and in rural communities, we are not a weak people. We are a very strong group of people. But struggling does not mean weakness. Struggling just means that we do what we do best. We reach out and we need to help each other. And then we need to reach out for help. Sometimes helping other people means we got to help ourselves, right? And I would see that in the hospital all the time and family members coming in and just uh, holding vigil, staying Mm -hmm. day and night, 24 hours around the clock. What I would always tell family members is say, you know, I'm, I'm here to take care of your husband or wife or child who's in the bed, who's struggling. That's my job. I care about them. I want to get them home to you. Exactly. But I need you to take care of yourself right now. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not healthy and you're not feeling good, when I send them to you, then they're not going to be doing well themselves exactly. because they're relying on you. And so it's just taking care of ourselves so that we can help the others. I help myself so I can help other people. That's how I like to frame that. I, I have often noticed in the rural communities that sometimes when a family member is in the hospital, it's almost a social event to go to the hospital. And COVID has taken that away from those families. And it's hard on everyone because they can't gather and lend support to one another. Right. Right. And I, I see that as a, as a challenge that none of us may be expected. That's true. And, you know, and when we're struggling with, you know, feeling down, feeling de- depressed, like we don't want to get up or don't want to go, you know, get out and do our farm duties or go to work or feeling really stressed or anxious, you know, worrying about what's going to happen with the market, worrying about if I'm going to be able to get out you know, get these cattle in and get them tagged. How am I going to get, how am I going to get my chores done today? Cause the tractors broke right. down. It's okay to reach out and say, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm struggling today, but you know, you talked about community and it's so interesting that, you know, when people are in the hospital and people are sick, we, we're right there at their side where we mobilize well And I would love for us to see, and I think we do mobilize, but what if we began mobilizing before people got to the point that they had to get to the hospital? What if we started mobilizing before people got to the point that they began feeling helpless and began feeling hopeless and even started thinking about, you know, self-harm, right? And that can be as simple as just saying, you know, I've not seen you for a few days and, uh, you know, hadn't seen you at church, didn't see you up at the IGA this week or whatever. And I just want to check in on you and ask you, you know, do you need anything? How are you feeling? Because 
been stressful here. We've had right. a lot of rain or it's been mm-hmm. too hot, right? And those are just little check-ins. It's just very simple, right? It's not complex. We're not, we're not trying to do therapy. We're not trying to, you know, we're not having to be a professional. We're just caring for each other. Well, I know that you and your team have identified five key goals to help highlight the importance of mental health, specifically for National Farm Safety and Mental Health Week. And they are um, to recognize rural mental health challenges, to identify farm stress, to understand how stress affects our brain and our body, to learn how to cope with stress, and to build skills to handle mental health challenges. So all of those really work together in in those preventative measures. Yeah, it really is. And the prevention term, as I think, is important. And uh, I like to use uh, another term that's uh, synonymous with prevention that we know really well in farming is preparation, right? Exactly. We got to prepare the field for the crops, right? We got to provide some maintenance on the tractor. At some point, we got to check the oil to be sure there's enough oil, right? Because you don't want to lock up the engine on the tractor, right? Usually, if uh, if we're getting ready to uh, take hay out to the cattle, we usually check the do a quick check on the equipment just to be sure things are in working order. So prevention is preparation in a sense, right? Today, I wanted to just talk about an issue that, that a lot of time we don't talk about. It's a very serious issue. We tend to avoid it. And that is uh, in terms of knowing how to handle some of these challenges. We've got to have information. If we don't address our stress through coping that we talked about on another podcast, if we don't know what to recognize for like symptoms of depression where people are just isolating from us and having difficulty performing their activities or if they're just worrying a lot. Part of that's just learning what to recognize. And it's very simple to recognize those things. But I want to just make mention, Mindy, that if we don't prepare and help people and engage in community and try to try to be a good neighbor, so to speak, then yes, there are farmers who get so hopeless and feel so alone that their only way out is to feel like they they need to they need to take their own life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just a death by suicide. And we don't want anybody to get to that point. Sure. Um, we want to help our neighbor. And so, you know, there are some, uh, it's very prominent in farming communities. We have some of the highest suicide rates in the nation here in Kentucky. And farmers have some of the highest suicide rates in the nation compared to uh, all other manual labor jobs in the general population. Something's got to change in our communities, right? right? I'll share a story. Growing up, I worked, uh, when I got out of high school, uh, I worked EMS fire. There was just a a wave of suicides in our community. Mm -hmm. We never talked about it. We never dealt with. And the problem is, Every time somebody dies by suicide, Mindy, it affects 135 other people in your community. Oh, my goodness. It's and not when just you the, live in a small community, that could be the whole community, right? I, I mean, realistically, yes. That's that's the size of the, the church that I went to. Yeah. That's the entire church body, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's uh, maybe the size of a high school class. That's a lot of people, right? And it affects people. We just don't know how to handle our grief with that incident. And and family members, community members, we feel shamed. We wish we could have done more. And so the goal, you know, is 
first, you know, just check on your friends if you right. notice or your fellow farmers if you notice something going on. You know, ask them how they're doing. Ask them if they if they need help. If you're dealing with an issue and if they're like, yeah, I've just uh, I've if you notice friends or farmers saying things, people be better off without me. I just feel like, you know, I'm I'm useless and not needed anymore. Or if you notice they put their affairs in order or, you know, to, if you notice they're not at church or showing up or, you know, they're not out mowing their grass or taking care of their farm, something's wrong. Right. Something is wrong. And it's okay to check on them. You can connect with your county agent. Your county agent is a good source to be able to talk to. They can connect you with me. Community members can, if you're hearing this podcast, you're welcome to reach out to me as well in the extension office. I'm happy to help you. You can encourage them to go see their doctor, to check in with their doctor, their pastor, someone trusted in the community, right? And then as part of the National Farm Safety Week, Mindy, we're providing some resources. You can text the crisis line and just talk to somebody that way. If you don't want, you know, if you're you're afraid to tell somebody, you know, you can text uh, HOPE to the National Crisis Line at 741741. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Crisis Hotline and talk to somebody. It's uh, anonymous and confidential. So, but uh, we just want people to reach out and uh, see how their neighbor's doing. And, and if they're experiencing some of these struggles, uh, I encourage you not to wait till it gets bad enough to where you're experiencing so much emotional pain that the really only remedy you're thinking about is self-harm. Uh, reach out and connect with somebody. And we will definitely put the um, text number and the phone number in the show notes so that people can find that later if they weren't able to catch that as you as you rattled that off. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. I just, I do this every day in my practice and in my work and I've been doing it for 20 years. And so it's just, uh, it's like riding a bicycle. That's right. And I also know that you all have uh, put together a fact sheet that we will share in the show notes as well so that they can, you know, print that off or pick it up also at their local extension office to find more information about farm life stress, uh, because that is, it's a real issue that we want people to be able to have more information about. Paul, do you have any parting comments that you want to share as we wrap up this podcast? Yeah, I just, uh, I like to reiterate what I say is uh, taking care of ourselves is taking care of our community. And uh, it's always good to help take care of ourselves and the audience, if they have any questions, um, I'm sure you can put in the notes my contact information and you're welcome to reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to help in, in any way I can, our, our farmers and uh, rural communities. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today. I know that you have provided valuable information that will be a benefit to farmers and communities across the state. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Talking Facts, and we are available on all major podcast providers. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT or send us an email at ukfcsext at uky.edu. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. Kentucky.
It starts with us 